0: As always, starting our practice our day with a deep intentional breath. Hmm. This is Micaiah's, your life is a miracle. I'm so grateful to be sharing today. Um, I've come to the park to take a walk. And I'm reminded, nature is my nurturer. <sighs> and I take deep, intentional, conscious breaths today, especially focusing on the exhale. <sighs> I recently read something that said that something like close to 80% of toxins that are expelled from our body are expelled through breath. And the rest would be through uh, fecal matter, going pee, sweating. So I just thought that was so interesting and that's stuck with me the last few days. Of when something gets difficult, I just take a deep breath and ah, let it out or when something is shocking, or when something is particularly great. Anything. Just... (sighs) I have a guru that always talks about being loose in your knees. Being spiritually loose in your knees to be able to take what comes and just wholly be present to it without getting locked up or... Tight in the body. Oh. So there is a storm brewing. Like a literal storm. I'm here in. Um, Germany. S- southern. <laughs> yeah, kind of near southern Germany. And um, where I live. And we were told that. The storm Sabina is coming and it's going to be a particularly uh, rough storm with a lot of waters, floods, um, flights are being canceled. And it's so interesting because I wake up to this Sunday morning with a friend telling me this and I say, but is this a joke? Because it's totally sunny. It's sunny, it's beautiful, it's warmer than it's been. And he says, no, no, like, check the news. Like, this is, like, a serious storm that's coming. I'm thinking, okay. And I notice, like, an onset of fear and uncertainty that comes over me. So I start to Google and look at the news. And I'm like, yeah, a storm is coming. Wow. (sighs) So I'm sitting in the park now. The winds pick up a little bit. Perhaps you can hear the leaves as they trickle by, and the hawks as they crow. And yet it feels so still here, it feels so still. And I'm reminded of this, this uh, popular adage of the calm before the storm. And it's true, there is a, there is a felt presence of calm So much so that I thought, I just need to go outside. I just need to be in nature. So as I'm sitting here in nature, I'm thinking, (laughs) I have a friend recently that said, Mikaes, I didn't ask for your input. Why do you feel the need to analyze everything? And I just say, that's just who I am. (laughs) I just believe that when we live in a place in our consciousness, in a space in our consciousness where we say, all of life is for me. And what if with all of the quote unquote bad, good, terrible, amazing, wonderful, lovely, boring, exciting, tedious, what if we were to say just like, oh my gosh, this whole life is just one big earth school. And what could I learn from it? If I just tune into what's there. So I'm tuning into the eye of the storm. I'm tuning into what I perceive as a great amount of calm. And it, for me, really feels like a metaphor for life. You know, um, how often do we feel that everything is going great and we just feel good and then the storm comes or how often does it seem like there needs to be something bad that follows in order to have peace or in order to have peace, when will the other shoe drop? When will the thing go down that takes us out of our peace? And what if we were just able to be able to sit and weather the storm and revel in the storm or revel in the calm before? For me, this is a lot about what meditation practice is about. Um, It is about being able to be the one that is observing the one that can watch the thoughts come, the craziness, the monkey mind, the clouds, the rain, the strong winds, and just sit with all of it. Mm. That feels particularly beautiful to me. But we have such a, a longing to want to define it all to name it, to talk through it, to get our minds around it. And what the weather is reminding me now, particularly right at this moment as I hear the birds stir up, I make up the story that they f- they're feeling within their being that the pressure in the air is changing. So what feels true for me is that I believe that this this beauty is always here, and the craziness, and the and the wildness. There's um, something called the upper limits uh, issue, uh, defined by Gay Hendrix, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's, it's really interesting. What it says is that we really, in life, the thing that can completely radically change our whole relationship with everything is being able to allow more and more good in. And um, the upper limits problem suggests that when something is going great, we don't realize it, but we will self-sabotage. We will boycott, as someone I know says, we will boycott ourselves. It could be as small as um, you're really looking forward to something. And then you go to get out of the shower and you smack your knee on the, one of the um, shelves in the bathroom. I did this yesterday. And then your leg and your knee is just throbbing for the rest of the night. And you think, oh my God, why, why did this happen? What a horrible thing. Or, you know, you're feeling very, very close to a partner, feeling very connected. And then you all of a sudden look and notice that there are shoes hid behind the sofa. And you think, I always tell you not to put your shoes there. (laughs) And then a fight ensues. And the connection is lost or perhaps you go and say I'm going to get all this work done today I'm gonna go to a cafe I'm gonna work on it and then a few hours go by and some messaging some Instagram some Facebook some calls some working some not working and you think I have not got anything done oh my gosh or perhaps i got stuff done but not as much as i wanted i was a little distracted and that would be the upper limits problem when you can call it out upper limits issue when you can call it out and say mm i think that i am upper limiting myself from good right now by doing these things by checking out and falling into these unconscious patterns then you can start to see it ah there is a way that we have in our consciousness the idea that only enough good is possible to us. Only enough money is possible to us. Ernest Holmes in The Science of Mind says, you can have as much good as you can perceive because you are a divine being. Oh, hear those birds. (sighs) You are a divine being all that is of God, of source, of divinity is yours. And, and that's unlimited. We know that the universe is naturally expanding and we have no idea why. But the great mystics, this is what science tells us by the way, but the great mystics and yogis, gurus of all time, teachers, would say exactly that. That there is a divine inheritance. It is yours. There's a divine abundance. It is yours. Map this onto your life around money, around, around resources, around love. Are you in a consciousness of believing that there's only so much that can be had? Are you in a consciousness of believing that it is not spiritual to be abundant Look at nature around you. Can you count the blades of grass on a lawn? Can you count the grains of sand on the beach? It is the law of the universe to be abundant. It is who and what you are. And we have a trigger, like a switch that automatically gets flipped that says, Mmm, this is too good. I'm feeling too happy. This love is too good. Something is going to drop. The storm is going to come. Yeah, but what if we were just fabricating the storm each time? What if I could consciously call that out, the times that I upper limit myself, whether it be closeness in my relationship, whether it be by really looking forward to a trip and then getting sick. Whacking my knee on the furniture and just like, "Mm, there that is again. There that pattern is again. (sighs) You know, the powerful thing about these teachings... When I say these teachings, somebody recently said to me, I said, I said something about doing the work and they said, well, what is the work to you? And I said, well, the work to me means, um, my commitment to seeing my patterns that don't serve me and waking up from those and realizing that I'm, I'm a creator. I'm a co-creator. I'm, I'm creating with the divine, with source, with whatever the hell you want to call it. You, you don't have to call it anything you call a God, you not call a God. I heard something really cool recently. Um, and it was talking about this guy called Emerson, Ralph Waldo Emerson, who has amazing, um, I love his writings. His writings are so good. He has, um, an essay called self-reliance and it's really about like busting out of the prefabricated ideas that were sold as a culture and moving through to be really self, um, self-aware, self to, to really know that we can just create. And um, I just find that so powerful. He said, I was watching this documentary about him and they said he's a pantheist. I thought, well, what the hell is a pantheist? And I went to my friend Google, and Google said, a pantheist is somebody who um, does not believe in an anthropomorphical god, i.e., it, it's, it doesn't take the form of a man, uh, woman, other, being, human. It, uh, it It's just something that's felt like energy, like source, like something that's beyond us that can't be explained, that is an absolute, Absolutely everything like in the shoes that I am walking in now in the rubber soles in the, in the ground in the statues that I'm looking at in the air, in my body in, in my being, in my heartbeat in my breath I'm like, that sounds so powerful to me that, that feels very true to me so there you go The calm before the storm. (sighs) The upper limiting issue. Being the best that you can be. Allowing in more good than you've ever received before. It's not easy. And, um... Like, what else are you gonna do? You have this life. This one life. And... I don't think it's just about going to work and um, making enough money to pay the bills. And I know that that's what stirs in the soul of everyone. It's like, what the fuck are we here for? So, I don't know, but I am just here to discover. So, I really thank you for joining me because... This is a Discover conversation. Thanks for being a part of it. (laughs) If you like this, you can subscribe, like, share, do all the things. Check me out on Instagram, macaeus underscore arana. I look forward to speaking with you again. Namaste.